I'm Raina. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them. And we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Don't talk about it. Welcome to episode four. But before we get going, what do we do? We fucking crack those claws, baby! (laughs) Cheers! Yay! Okay, so today we're talking about body issues. Yes. And this is kind of a heavy hitter for both of us. Yeah. You know, um, there is so much pressure Mm -hmm. in this society if you are a person who is a woman, identifies as a woman, to meet some beauty standards, some ideal. Mm -hmm. And it's also a fucking trap because if you don't like yourself and talk shit to yourself all the time, people want to lecture you about being positive about yourself. If you feel too good about yourself. Oh yeah. People want to neg you for being conceited. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't Mm -hmm. like say that you're pretty when you're pretty. I mean, that's so fucked up. I hate that shit. Trust me. I've got stories about that. That is a shit that pisses me off. Like we, I mean, oh, we fucking support I'm a supporter of like women and making, you know, expression, all of that shit. And then, but the moment like a pretty person comes on, like you just see them getting attacked by admitting that they're pretty. Like we're not allowed to fucking say that out loud. I feel like it's actually, it's like there's something about, there's something in this culture that is uncomfortable with a woman Claiming her space and feeling good about mm-hmm. herself. Yes. Like, I... It's deeply rooted in fucking society. That's why. Yeah. And it's... It's and just... It's really, it's really, lives. really frustrating. And I, I remember this time a couple of summers ago, and I will say, and I'll share a lot more about this, I, for most of my life, and even frequently still, like, do not and have not felt good about myself physically, but I... Remember, two summers ago, I was in Greece, um, out with my best friend, having like such a good time at this club. And these guys approach us like they want to talk, whatever. So we're just like chatting. Mm -hmm. And one of them says to me, on a scale of one to 10, what do you think you are? What? I know. And I was like, well, I actually don't. I Subs- think I'm uninterested in you, motherfucker. That's, That's basically what, what I, was, I was basically like. I don't really. <laughs> oh my sub- god! I don't really subscribe to number ratings. That's like super misogynistic, and like that's not my thing. Ew. And he yeah. kept pushing it, so I was like, "Fine, I think I'm a fucking ten. Yeah. And then he started nagging me for like feeling good about myself. Oh my god! Like when we're you supposed think to feel good about ourselves, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But not like, too good about ourselves, exactly. Like you oh should feel god. good, but not too good. And so that's why I that's think this dilemma. is important to talk about because mm-hmm. we do we live in this trap where you need to like be body positive and say good things about yourself, and then when you do or you put it out there, like I feel good and I think I look good, immediately people want to shame you, tear you down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So oh, fuck, this I one's really near shit. and dear 
to our hearts. Yeah. And I think probably to a lot of our listeners, because we just grow up in this soup of negative messages Mm -hmm. about our physical appearances. Yeah. And what that is supposed to look like, what that's supposed to feel like, how that, what size that's supposed to be, what Mm -hmm. color that's supposed to be, all of the fucking supposed to be supposed to be, you know what I mean? And the thing is like, we are, we just are, you know? And Like, we are all fucking beautiful. Like, our bodies are amazing at what they do. Uh, You know, we're all... And then we're just like these... Like, I was talking to Megan earlier about we're just walking around in these skin bags that we're just like... Trying to do the best that we can with with these this outer appearance, hoping it reflects who we are inside. But it's it's so difficult and it's hard. It's hard if you know me you know I work out all the time and there's just a thing you know that I never get to that body that I want that I envision yeah and I'm like why I what am I even doing like what is the standard that you're even holding yourself to yeah mm-hmm like, what is this? You know, I know because I'm not gonna be fucking 510 I'm 510. I'm fine too. Are you though? Okay, so <laughs> Raina is short, I guess. Apparently, Raina is short. Uh, she's five two. I'm five two. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I, but I, for the longest time, thought that we were at the the same height. How which tall is are you, Megan? Five ten. Oh my god! You're 5'10". <laughs> you yeah. have you have like tall girl energy. Oh my god! I'm eight <laughs> inches shorter than you. <laughs> I always thought you were tall. Oh my god, that's I always crazy. Thought you were tall. And, and yeah. Sergio, my partner, he's six two. Um, but I am always when I I don't know. I have this image of myself of being short and, you know, plumpy and I don't know, like and I'm I know I'm not those things. I think it just goes to, to show, other people, but right. in my head, I am like Right. I am like that. I see myself as that. I look down and I'm like, oh my God, what is all this? You know? And I think that goes like a lot of my friends who are super thin and beautiful and they, they are, they're in their head about like their stomach, like a st- my stomach has always been a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I always look down, I see my stomach. And even like when I see pictures of me from four or five years ago and I worked my ass off and I was super skinny when I see myself then in that moment, I remember thinking I was fat. I thought I was, I thought I had a belly on me and, but I, I didn't. Yeah. It's like this fucked up thing in your head. Yeah. I mean, I think it just goes to show like, A, none of us probably see ourselves as we really are or as we look to others and B, uh, why are we allowed to, like, why are we not allowed to have a stomach? Like we have one because it's on our bodies and like. Who gives and a shit? And I eat and I yeah. drink and I fucking, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to have a baby, I guess. Um, that's what our body, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we have all women have, I think these, um, what pooches or I don't even know what you call them. It's just your stomach. It's just your body. <laughs> and know. it's, and it's so toxic. That- it's toxic because there is like a name for that, that people fucking put out there. That I, I won't hate. say it. Yeah. I know. I hate it. It's disgusting. Um, because it is natural. It's fucking natural to have this because again, it's supposed to grow because you're supposed to have a baby. Like our bodies are made for, for her, a purpose, for a reason. And it's not to fucking look good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> for just, you or for them or for him. You know what I mean? Like it's supposed to, they're made to survive. <laughs> yeah. To create life. Except we're like 
programmed from a very young age to try and reach some ideal that is just, it's unattainable. Like you're saying, like whatever it is, whatever that body that you think you're supposed to have or supposed to get, like it doesn't even exist. No, it doesn't. I want to be slim thick, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever that is, whatever the new fucking fat is, you know, that's always like something. There's always something, right? Like back in the eighties, it was like Jane Fonda, super skinny. Yes. Like that's what trapped me. Oh, honestly. So Uh like, this is, this is actually like a really like, pretty fraught and like complicated and difficult topic for me mm-hmm. because I have spent so much of my life and still am to a certain degree, like pretty dysmorphic, like pretty disconnected from reality of, of my body, very hard on her, very unappreciative of all of the things that it can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I went on a diet for the first time when I was 10 and do you want to know what my diet was? Oh, my God. Frozen grapes. I was allowed to eat all day as long as the only thing I was eating was frozen grapes. And I liked the frozen because in my head, my 10-year-old head, 10, Mm -hmm. the cold from the grapes would, like, sort of, like, numb my taste buds. So then I wouldn't want to eat food that had a taste. Mm -hmm. So this was the summer I was 10. Frozen grapes all day, and then you can eat what mom makes for dinner. Oh that was gosh. my diet that I did not need to be on when I was from? 10 years old. What, what did um, you? I honestly think that my mom and my grandma were always, always, always on diets. Mm. Every fucking thing. Slim fast. Um, the cabbage diet. That was disgusting and really smelly. You just eat cabbage. Oh, my God. I never, I never um, heard of these things. But. Uh, it's really gnarly. Uh, Atkins, Weight Watchers. Oh I mean, my mom and grandma were on every diet. And so I kind of thought I needed to be on one too. Mm-hmm. And it was tricky for me as a kid. I'm 5'10 now. I've been this height since eighth grade. Um, so as a 10 year old, I was approaching this height as probably like five, six, five, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Pretty gangly, but yeah. like I did, but I would look and I would, I would find places on my body that I thought were fat. I, yeah. uh, quote in quotes fat. Yeah. yeah I, same. um, I weighed more than my friends because they were all like seven inches shorter than me. Yeah. Like, I least. was like, like four. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> and so like, of course I was bigger than my friends because I was much, much taller than them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, yeah, I think it just came from that. Yeah. And then it, and it wasn't like wanting to be small, or? wanting to be small, wanting to be tiny, wanting yeah. like, yeah, wanting to fit that ideal, which in the 80s was Jane Fonda. In the 90s, like, that was when that was when we had, like, all the supermodels that came on the scene. Mm, yep. And, like, mm-hmm. that is – I loved magazines Moss. when I was a kid, so, <laughs> kid. So, like, the only one I read that wasn't toxic was probably Jane um, or Sassy. Mm-hmm. But, like, 17, oh my YN, God, I forgot Kate, about like, those fucking magazines. I would yes. just flip through them and I would stare at the models and think, like, you are supposed to look like that. And, like, I had other stuff going against me, too. I had – I had very – uh, bad skin, um, which I still like, I will, look, I look in the mirror and all I can see are scars mm-hmm. that are not there. Um, I actually had a dermatologist who I've done a bunch of skin treatments, um, to work on the scars, but I finally, I, my dermatologist told me 
couple years ago after the last uh, round of like uh, very intense microneedling that we did, he was like, we're done now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your acne scarred your mind more than your face Mm -hmm. and nobody sees what you're seeing because it's not there. Mm -hmm. But that it, but it really, really, really got in my head. I had big glasses. I had braces. Like I definitely went through a very awkward phase. Yeah. Um, until eighth grade when I got contacts and my skin sort of cleared up. It got worse again later. I got my braces off. But, yeah, I mean, that shit Damn. started early mm-hmm. for me. And it is still very, very present. And, mm-hmm. like, in a way where, like, I almost feel, like, like anxious and, like, this Talking is a real, this it, is a really yeah. vulnerable topic yeah, for me. For like, sure. Yeah, it's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been hard as a kid to try to, like be in that body yeah. and like figure it out and you were trying to figure it out and then you're trying to minimize or, or, you know, make yourself small. Um, like literally shrink myself. Yeah. Had full blown eating disorder my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, when I discovered diet, I discovered diet pills, mm-hmm. <laughs> which back then it was like Fen Fen. Do you remember that? Yes. There's just like legal meth. Yeah. I mean, I took it for other purposes. But. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the fucking no-dose shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I got kind of like wait a little too into those. And Mm -hmm. it it was like, uh, I would not eat breakfast. I would take my diet pills that like, I don't even know how we got them because you had to be 18. I must have had a friend that was old enough to get them because I was Mm -hmm. 17. Mm -hmm. It was like, take my diet pills. I would drink. A Diet Coke mid-afternoon, have another Diet Coke and an apple for lunch while I was at school, more diet pills, go to work because I always had a job and then would get home and like every day for like most of that year, the most substantial thing I ate was an egg salad sandwich for dinner. Like it was gnarly. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I I was on. I mean, not. Yeah. I mean, I was on a diet, but not because I wanted to be, but. <laughs> well, why were you then? Oh, because we didn't have any money. But. I get it. Okay, that's different. <laughs> like, uh, you know. You just didn't um, have access. So, okay, so you were, you had, like, some food, like, insecure, like, lack of access to food. Yes. Did sure. that, like, how has, has that impacted your relationship to food at all, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> now because yeah. now i'm like fucking i eat fast food. i uh, i'm a fast food fucking junkie True. i love fast food because we never got it when we were kids we never got a lot of shit like a lot of you know we we my mom fed us she did the we got the basics it was hard like i said she she was a single mom for the majority of my um you know when i was a teen and she so she has all these teens that are hungry you know and so yeah i mean it was I begged for money at school <laughs> because mm. I didn't want to eat the lunch that my mom, Oh yeah, okay. you know, that we had to bring with, tor- nobody wants fucking tortilla chips. Okay. With a sandwich. Yeah. Or like hot, we were on free and reduced lunch when I was in, when I was in school and hot lunch is gnarly too. Oh my too. gosh. I wanted hot lunch so bad. Oh, and I would, finally I got I hot lunch. Friends, I used to <laughs> you just, given it to I would have given it to you. Like that was, I used to get it and then just like give it to my friend, Brian. Cause oh I didn't, gosh. I like the idea of eating the French bread pizza. Like that was a food that was on a, list of foods I wasn't oh allowed my in my head to eat so oh. I would just give it away and then eat an apple oh <laughs> yeah like we should have befriended back then because I yeah what I had for lunch was whatever I <laughs> more please um fucking uh the grandma the 
the chocolate grandma cookies with the chocolate milk. That was like a dollar, probably a dollar twenty five. That's after bumming it from the line. I was like, can you get can you oh, give me man. some? But I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean that was just I didn't think it was shameful at the time. I just was like, I wanted sweets. I didn't want to eat the lunch. You know, it's not like we didn't have food. Okay, I don't want to say like we were starving or our mom starved us, but I didn't want the food that we had at home, which are yeah. the basics, which is like fucking tortilla chips and fucking like a peanut butter jelly sandwich every fucking day. And I didn't want that. Nobody wants that when you're a kid, you know, <laughs> but that's what we had. And then it wasn't until my senior year. No, it wasn't until my sophomore year that I did get fucking free lunch because I was a custody of the state at that time and I was like yeah look at me going back into this line getting a fucking free lunch <laughs> and I can eat like a hamburger and fries rather than a fucking demi piece of bread <laughs> man oh that makes me so I'm... maybe that's why I didn't have such a like a we had yeah it just was different it's different it's just different well and I'm just but thinking the relationship with food is was different you know yeah and I also like I do, I think that is something that I feel some shame around because of how mm, strange my relationship to food has been and still is at times. Like, I'm so privileged and lucky I can afford to buy food to nourish my body Mm -hmm. with. And I have this programming that's pretty sick. Well, that's that the creates like this idea that food is the enemy. Mm-hmm. And like it makes me like that makes me sad on many levels. It also grosses me out because it's like, oh my God, like you're so lucky. Like I'm in a position where I could purchase and prepare healthy, nourishing foods. Mm-hmm. And I have spent so much of my life at war with food and at war with my body mm-hmm. in a way that like a like it does kind of like smack of privilege yeah at, well, then at, the, at the same time it's, it's also sickness, like you know it's just been like pushed into my head right that i have to shrink myself well and i think that came from your from your mom or yeah. you, you know my you upbringing like, uh, yeah because yeah. i feel like we are a reflection of of what we, you know, were brought up with. And like our mom, our thing at the dinner table is you're going to eat. Every- you cannot be excused from the table until you e- eat everything on your yeah. plate. And you're going to eat whatever I fucking give you. And so that was, that was just how it was. Um, so I didn't have that. Like I can't eat. Well, I stayed at the dinner table for a long time, many nights. Cause I wasn't going to eat that fucking liver. <laughs> oh God. It was disgusting. Mm. My mama thought it was good for us, but it was disgusting. So. But yeah, that was that was the tone in my my home was yeah. like you, you know you're gonna eat what is here and that's it you know yeah <laughs> that's all you got <laughs> kitchen's closed kitchen's closed <laughs> you know um so but yeah which in turn yeah later on in life when I started making money and I could feed myself I was like I just gorge and gorge and I still do I spend a lot of money on fucking food that's the majority of the shit I spend on I I am emotional eater. I fucking, like, mm, it makes me feel so good when I eat my fucking fast food, you know, or my Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, I have a whole fucking thing. I mean, talk to me about it, about sauces, all right, with the, all the fast food. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> yes, we should actually do, like, a little, like, mini soda oh, on Reina's takes I on will, sauces. Yes, it's a whole yeah. theory. Okay. But, I mean, moving on, um, the relationship with food is interesting because we both have – you know, different, different takes on it. Yeah. For sure. Have you always felt like mostly pretty good about the way you look? No. 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 I mean, I just feel like 
my body is that's always been a thing there's okay. always been something and i think that a lot of people can relate to that there's always something i fucking hate my nose i'm getting to like my nose but i hate it i hate how big my wow. nostrils are i hate um but that is my filipino side and i need to embrace that and love that but i fucking mm, my nose it's a thing and is my that ears just, like internalized like white standards of beauty i guess so i yeah. didn't really both of my sisters have shared stories with me of growing up and about you know being filipino you know presenting it in school and in the names that we're called and how awkward it is to just like look around all you know you're the only brown person here you know we're in oregon so it's like but i i can't I don't know. I don't remember the same experiences. I remember the name calling, but I didn't, it didn't affect me as much as I thought that it did. So maybe it did affect my nose, my th- the thoughts about my nose. Your nose is beautiful. And your freckles. Oh my God. I do have fucking my grandma's freckles, which I don't like either. Cause they're like raised them. freckles. They're not like, mm, well, I also raised. have like, I got, I have a thing with freckles. Oh, I'm well. like super into them, I, but they're, yeah. I got a lot of them. But um, yeah, I just, I wonder if it is just some, again, like, I think what all of us are held to is this, like, ridiculous, unattainable, very white mm. standard of beauty. Right. And I wonder if, oh like, Oh my God, like, to not, today when I was just doing my makeup, yeah. I was, like, bronzing my nose, and I was like, what am I doing? I'm making my nose look skinnier. <laughs> And pointier. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. what they teach you to do to highlight and low light is like to yeah. do it around your nose. And I was like, oh, so I can have a pointy fucking nose. So you have like you know? a weird, like Western European nose. Yeah. You're Filipina. I know. And beautiful. Thank you. But I think it it's hard to hear that, isn't it? Like it's um, hard to hear like you are beautiful. Yes. When you have some in little worm of like a toxic yes. thought in your head, it can be hard to hear. Like, your nose is beautiful. No. Do you believe me when I say that? I mean... You want to believe me. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I mean, don't. I still feel that... Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I feeling inside. I get you. I mean, I... Um, I honestly, until like 18 months ago, like, legitimately thought I was like pretty ugly. Like what? really, truly, yeah, I know. Like again, it's like this is this is a this episode's a hard one for me. This is actually a little harder than I thought because I have so much that I've held in and carried. But like, yeah, I have. I remember in high school, like in ninth grade, like uh, at some party or something. I don't remember exactly where I was. Like just standing with my friends talking, and this guy comes up and is like oh, wow, like, you're really beautiful. And it's like, oh, thank you. And he goes, except your face is crooked. What? And it is true. My face is a little bit asymmetrical. My We're nose all is a asymmetrical. little bit crooked. Yes. I held on to that for years. I even, like, once went to a plastic surgeon with the question, can you fix my crooked face? <laughs> and they were like, no, it doesn't need to be fixed. We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, I don't even... So, I mean, I think I've just also had the misfortune of, like, being around, like, shitty, abusive Fucking people assholes, and internalizing yeah. it. Or I had yeah. um, I had a boyfriend once. And I, at this time in my life, I was, like... Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth 
of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Mm, Like, I was, like, maybe 30 pounds heavier than I am right now, so I wasn't, like, I didn't look... I didn't have the body shape I have now, but I was still fine. But I had a boyfriend that was like, I would be more attracted to you if you lost 10 to 15 pounds. Ew. Yeah, I broke up with him. <laughs> but, like, I've had these yeah, horrible messages, people. like, pushed into yeah, me. Yeah, so of course. Um, and so it really, it really took, like, going through a very difficult breakup that required, like, deep self-examination and like really intense work towards Mm self-love to stop walking around thinking that it was just like an ugly mess. Mm -hmm. And it's always been my Achilles heel. I remember one time talking with my brother who his thing is that he's not very smart, which is crazy because he's incredibly smart. Yeah. And my thing is I'm ugly. And we both real like we, and he, my brother is like very handsome and, I always, I actually always was like, I wish that I could be at least as pretty as Joshua is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we just had this moment where he was like, I always wanted to be as smart as you. And I was like, I always wanted to be as pretty as you. And then we were like, well, we need to stop uh, talking shit to ourselves. Yes, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But I think we are our own worst critics. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot, a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, um, once you start saying things out loud, and I, I mean, I'm just saying I work out a lot and I have my own idea of of what I want my body to look like. And it's, I feel like it's all relative. And I think I don't feel any shame when I say, you know, what I want to look yeah. like. And so when people say, why? You're like, you're, you're skinny or you don't need to do that. You're skinny. You're, you know, you're skinny or blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh, my God, I wish I could fucking just be OK with that. Mm-hmm. You think that, but I don't think that. And also, like, it would just be nice to, like, not have other people's opinions in right. the mix, you know? I but- feel like it's all relative. Everything is relative. Yeah. Like, we all have our own shit that we're dealing with. Um, and, yeah, I think if I want to work out or if I want to, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think there's definitely a fine line, you know, and being healthy with it and... Um, but I use, I work out for mental health purposes mm-hmm. as well. Like it's a big mental health, um, thing for me to get my energy out there and just feel good, um, and present. But, um, I would appreciate it if people stop just like saying that, like, you know, like labeling me, like mm-hmm. it's like basically saying like, you're pretty, so you have no problems or you're skinny. So what are you complaining about? Mm-hmm. And like, we're not allowed to exist and have our own things. And I would yeah. never do that to somebody else. Like, no, well, and it's just like the, like running com the, the idea mm-hmm. that it's okay to have running commentary on a woman's physical appearance period is fucked up. Like I have this friend who I just like, I really love and admire her approach to this. Like she doesn't uh, give compliments at all that are appearance based, Mm -hmm. which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, She doesn't engage in body talk period. It's like, I'm not going to engage with you in you negging yourself. I'm not going to talk to you about your diet. I'm not going to talk to you about your workout. Like you are a whole ass person with like, 
very important contributions to the world outside of your physical appearance. Mm -hmm. And I love that because we just, we just live in this place by it. Yeah. I mean, look at Instagram commentary. I mean, I know. I mean, please follow us on Instagram. And we're, (laughs) we're both guilty of it. We love a filter, but (laughs) right. I mean, we are guilty. I mean, whatever it is, what it is. It's fucking the culture. It's a society that we're all trying to exist in. Um, but also just need to be light with it and not be so fucking heavy or hard on yourself, you know, and, or hard on other people. Yep. You know, really, when it comes down to it, like, fuck, dude, we're all fucking doing what we think we should be doing or what we think we should be looking like. All of the things, you know. Yeah, I've been getting kind of into this concept of like uh, body neutrality Mm -hmm. that comes from um, this fitness instructor. Their name's Bethany Myers. Um, They're amazing in recovery for an eating disorder. And like they kind of coined the term body neutrality to just kind of think about like, obviously like body negativity is when we're like beating the shit out of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. I did my entire life. And then there is the body positivity movement, which I do think is, is a good thing, except that if you're a pretty body negative person and you have a hard time ever feeling positive about mm-hmm. yourself, you can sort of get into this toxic spiral of like, I'm supposed to be body positive, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm failing all of all of womankind with my body negativity. So the concept of body neutrality is just like, I accept and celebrate my body for what it is and what it can do. Mm-hmm. And I am striving to just be in like neutral relationship with myself. I love that. So you don't have to have the pressure of like, being like always joyful and positive Mm -hmm. and you don't have to have the like shitty feelings that come from kicking the shit out of yourself all the Mm -hmm. time. You can just be neutral toward. Yeah. And that's what I'm really striving toward. And I'm also just, I think I'm trying to frame goals for myself now around just like strength and like what the body that I'm in can do Yeah, that I'm really lucky that it can do and like probably won't always have that. Like, you know, so trying to like, reframe the relationship that way but it's really difficult it is i still get stuck in that spiral as i'm like trying to like i know i need was just hide my stomach (laughs) as i shift oh my god i know um it's hard it's fucking hard but i i like that thought because we need to come we there needs to be a shift we need to come to the real you know to terms that fuck our bodies are amazing things and there's not a one size fits all like yeah. we need to embrace all sizes all colors all everything like why does it why why does it have to be it's like a skinny like light skinned right am because i am i tripping or is that like the ideal is yes okay. no that i mean that's All right. absolutely the ideal that we're sold or with the end and with the big fucking ass like how is yeah. that possible it's <laughs> not possible all the fucking shit you see is work like work done right and there's nothing wrong with getting work done but you need to like i would love if these people would just admit that they had work done oh there's yeah no shame about that but that's the thing there is shame in that too like yeah. this is where i just feel like we're in this like multifaceted trap because it's like okay i'm supposed to look some type of way so then you like do the things to look that type of way and then people shit talk you as well like i am very open about this i get botox i love it 
it makes me feel better mm-hmm, about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely people that judge me for it. Mm-hmm. And I saw something. I can't I remember. That. I can't remember who it was. It damned was if you do, damned if you don't. Some actress. It might be Chrissy Teigen. I'm not sure though. But there's some person, like gorgeous picture on Instagram, and someone had commented, like, I wish I looked like you. And oh. what I love is that whoever this I person think it was, Chrissy Teigen. was like, girl, I don't even look like me. Yeah. Like, Eyebrows are microbladed. Eyelashes are are fake. I have lip injections. Yeah. This is Botox. This is fillers. Like, I do not even look like me. Yeah. And, like, just being able to say, like... I wish more this, people these are the would things admit that, I, that. That's why I, ever since I got Botox for the first time, I've talked about it really freely because, um, like, I, I don't feel ashamed of it. I, I don't want... I, I If I didn't get it, I'd have really deep... Um, forehead wrinkles and I don't want them mm-hmm. and maybe that makes me a superficial bitch or it maybe it not. just makes me honest I don't know no it makes you honest and it's like it's what you're happy with you know yeah. what I mean like I don't I haven't gotten Botox but I would I fucking would yeah. you know like I don't want fucking I would get Botox I would dye my hair like luckily I haven't had to do those things but I would I, there's no judgment there but and what I want the most is for p- women to feel safe enough to speak up about the work that they've done to like look the way they look because yes. otherwise people are looking at them other women are looking at them like that look is attainable and it's fucking not attainable it's not even real no and it sets up this fake expectation like we know those asses aren't fucking real. Stop saying they are. Exactly. Stop saying they are. Well, and I think <laughs> we're supposed to, like, all of this is stuff Fuck. that we're, like, not allowed to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. we're supposed to just appear in the world looking aesthetically pleasing to some beauty standard that's bullshit. We're not, like, if you if you say out loud, like, mm, I have, like, a challenging relationship with my body or I have food issues people look down on you. Yeah. I know that they do because I am a person who says that and I see the look in people's eyes. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, don't feel sorry for me. I'm being honest about the fact that I'm challenged by these things because I grew up in a way that like created this false understanding of what I'm supposed to look like or how I relationship with food. Yeah. And my relationship with food, I've been told like very abusive things. Like I have a complicated relationship with these things. Yeah. Don't judge me for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I feel like we're not allowed to talk about our insecurities. We're not allowed to talk about feeling good about ourselves. Nope. And we're not allowed to talk about the things that we do to look the way that we want to do. We're just supposed to be like silent and beautiful. And that pisses me off. Yeah. And whatever that beautiful means, like is. Yeah. Like what is that beautiful? Like. Says who? Exactly. You know? Like beautiful yeah. is, again, all fucking relative. It's all, who knows what. I don't know. It pisses me off. Um, it makes me mad the most that we are not allowed to talk about how good <laughs> we look or yeah. feel um, unless we worked really hard to, to look that way. Unless it's a fucking comeback story, right? Everybody loves right. a comeback story. Comeback story. I'm doing qu- quotation marks because where you, you know what I mean? But I think when it really comes down to it, it's like if you feel good, it's all about feeling good, you know? Yeah. So whatever feels good to you, if that feels good to fucking, you know, work your ass off to to obtain this um, image that you want or this body that you want, then great. Like, I'm fucking happy for you. Um, that's amazing. And the hard work that you put into it. And even if you didn't fucking work hard and you fucking love the body that you're in and you, you know what I mean? I'm happy for you, too. It's all about, yes. like, feeling good. 
It's just kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't yes. kind of thing. Like a couple weeks ago, Lizzo did like a juice cleanse. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw this in her Instagram no. stories. Oh and God, I tried one. And of those. um, yeah, I've in general, especially for people like me that are weird about food, like detox is a quick pathway back into the eating disorder. So I don't do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She did it, and she explained it very clearly on her story on Instagram that it wasn't about weight loss. It was about needing a reset because she'd been drinking too mm-hmm. much and, like, just mm-hmm. generally, like, yeah. just needed a reset. Yeah. And she got, she got like, so much hate. And she was like, I'm a big girl that did a juice cleanse. Uh-huh. Like, stop talking shit to me. So it's just, like, from every direction – yeah. Everybody, even these people we idolize, have to live up to this, like, bullshit, like, just feel good about yourself, meet expectations. Yeah. And don't talk about it. Right. Right. Ugh. Boo. Jeez. Boo! Well, so what are some things that we have figured out to do that, like, can bust through this, like, this stigma that, like, actually just, like, help us feel good in mm. the bodies that we're in? What do you do? You work out a ton. I do work out a ton. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I, I really try hard not to be uh, mean to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's always, like I said before in episode one, like you are not the thoughts. Like I am aware. I am aware of these thoughts. I see them come in and I dismantle them. I'm like, no, you know what I mean? So yeah. I really try to be kind to myself. Um and not be so strict, you know, like it's not fucking sustainable. Like diets are not sustainable. I've done yeah. them all too. I've fucking done them all. I've done a lot Except of them. Except the cabbage one, apparently. No, but I mean, <laughs> don't I would. do it. No, don't. <laughs> I love it's cabbage. Just, it's um, all. It's all you eat, though. Oh no, that would be like think smelly of the farts. farts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like well, so bad. Yeah. How is that impossible? You'd be really bloaty. I feel like it's really bad. It's not a diet. It's a scam. Yeah, I mean, I tried like juicing for like eight hours, and then I was yeah. like, mm, I want chicken wings. <laughs> I can't do this to myself. So I stopped putting rolls on myself. I think that's exactly right. That's what I've been working on and working toward, um, like, have been learning a lot. My therapist told me to check out this book on intuitive eating Mm -hmm. um, and have really just been working on, like, focusing on eating what sounds good to me in the moment. Yeah. um, Not putting limits or restrictions. Yes. Um, these days I exercise just because I like it, not because I need to punish myself. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago I was work I was doing like a third workout and was like, What are you doing? This is bananas, this doesn't feel good, and you don't want to do it. And yeah. the victory is I stopped. I was like, Yeah, no, I'm actually gonna go yeah. get some bagel bites and FaceTime right yes! now. Yes. <laughs> and it was perfect. Yeah. 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 But it is a journey, I think, for anybody mm-hmm. out there listening who struggles with that kind of thing i just i want you to know you're not alone and it is actually okay to say it out loud yeah yeah Yeah. and we would love to hear your story too Mm -hmm. you know yeah what's your relationship with food Mm -hmm. what's your story um what are your body image issues that you struggled with Mm -hmm. you are safe to tell them to us trust me i get it yeah thank you for sharing your story and being brave about that because i know it's yeah, it's a, like it's thing. embarrassing yeah. to admit that you feel this way about like that I feel this way about myself or have and sometimes still do. Mm-hmm. Um but I wanted to because I think a lot of people have that shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
think it's time for a Pearl of Wisdom. I think so too. All right. So I think that our Pearl of Wisdom for today is to just be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. and grateful to your body. Yes. Focus on what it can do for you. Mm-hmm. Feed it food for fuck's sake. Yes. <laughs> um, and be joyful in feeding it food. You yeah. know, like it is a privilege to be able to afford and prepare nourishing food that you like. And fuck it. It's also a privilege to like eat that damn Taco Bell oh, when you I want it and need it. Shit. When you need that comfort. Mm. So do mm-hmm. both. You know, it's all about balance. And all so balance. Yes. be kind, be grateful, and just celebrate the gifts that your body brings you. And let's all just please try, try to let go of those fucking unrealistic beauty standards. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And be kind to one another. So we would love to know, we know that we are not the only ones in this like up and down journey of trying to uh, understand how to relate to our bodies and our physical appearance and how to celebrate it and how to feel good celebrating it. So we would love to hear your stories, Mm -hmm. um, which you can send to us at info at shdonttalk.com. Sh is S-H-H-H. And where can folks find us on Instagram? Oh, you can find us on Instagram at shh, that's S-H-H underscore don't talk podcast. Please um, find us and follow us, baby. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe. Download us. It helps a lot. Find us on YouTube. And then finally, stay tuned for next week where we do part two on bodies this time (laughs) we will be talking not so much about how our bodies look and the way we feel ashamed about that but instead we will be talking about things our bodies do things our bodies do (laughs) y'all things our bodies do do. do. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we uh also are kind of programmed to feel bad about so (laughs) the most natural fucking thing a little bit more lighthearted yeah Join us for that one. And again, just remember, be good to yourself and eat. Eat. Love you. Love you. Bye. See you next time. Bye.